0: We here are all such innovative people. So I am telling you, if you wanna change the world, you're at Georgia Tech. You can do that. If you wanna build the Iron Man suit, you're at Georgia Tech. You can do that. If you wanna play theme music during your convocation speech like a badass, we're at Georgia Tech. We can do that. I am doing that.
1: And we are doing this. This is the podcast known as What's the Good Word? Actually, it's a question. What's the good word? It is a podcast about Georgia Tech athletics by Georgia Tech alum and fans for Georgia Tech alum and fans. My name is Stephen. I am the alum. His name is Joshua. He is the fan. Joshua, what's the good word? To hell with Georgia, Stephen. Always and forever. We have been about two and a half weeks from uh, our last broadcast. We apologize, but also we don't apologize because we told you over the summer things kind of slow down. Everybody's on break, but there is some stuff going on. We are going to be jam-packed with news. Not a lot of discussion, so nothing on the back end that we dive into. What we want to do today is get you up to date with the latest news around georgia tech athletics before we do that joshua we do have to acknowledge one piece of athletic news that still continues to this day absolutely roman reigns what what, how long did you say he was he is currently as of this recording at
0: 1047 days 1047 days is the undisputed wwe universal champion Uh, quite a mouthful i know but he uh has not been unseated yet now he does have some problems with the family we have been saying that every episode. The cousins have turned. Both, yes. the, both of the Usos. He yes. still has Solo. We'll see what happens. The wise man is still there, but the, the Roman Empire is starting to crumble just a little bit.
1: Well, so uh, former Georgia Tech defensive tackle or end, I can't remember which one, Joe Anowai, also known as Roman Reigns, the hosts of What's the Good Word acknowledge you. Indeed. All right, first piece of news we want to get to is the biggest piece of news of Georgia Tech athletics over the summer, which is former Tech tennis player uh, Christopher Eubanks had quite a run for himself at Wimbledon. Joshua, I believe he made it to the quarterfinals, correct?
0: He did, he did indeed. Went up uh, against the number three player
1: in the world. Yeah. After beating the number five in the previous round. So Christopher Eubanks has had a uh, pretty halfway decent pro tennis career. Uh, he had a lot of success at Tech. He's never won a ATP tournament, to my knowledge. He, he Or let's just say this Wimbledon run is the farthest he he's was, ever gone in a major. He was unranked. So he didn't yes. have a C or a number next right. to his name on the graphic. Um, there was a uh, story on NBC News about his run, and in that they were saying that he had actually started to be an analyst while still playing and had tr- is trying to get into that part uh, of the of the next step of his career. And here he goes to Wimbledon, unseated, starts to win a few matches, makes it all the way to the quarterfinals, lost to Medvedev in the quarterfinals. Um,
0: I Did you get to watch any of that? I match? did. This is the first time I've actually watched tennis, probably in my lifetime, but we did tune in after, after game shows.
1: The, the reason it is the farthest you've watched is because he was the last remaining American. America continues... To not really have a lot of top-notch singles male tennis stars. Of course, we have some very strong female tennis stars, but good for Christopher Eubanks. I don't know what this will do for the next step of his career. He is playing in the Atlanta Open. If you're, it's got, li- got a lot more name recognition than he did a couple days ago. Yeah, and and uh, from all in from all we've seen, um, solid. Solid well, man, does good work. Yeah,
0: and just remember, in this match, it wasn't like he just got there and like, oh, he went up against Medvedev, and Medvedev swept him. He took two sets off him. He yeah. was up 2-1. He was up 2-1. He and was this was close to
1: winning the fourth. And lost in the fourth in a tiebreaker, right? Yeah, so, they went to
0: tiebreaks. Yeah. And then, I think by the fifth, he was gassed, and the talent really showed through with Medvedev. Yeah, so but,
1: I, I think he knew he had his shot, and then, like you said, uh, everything kind of... Well, I won't even say fell apart because it was his best run and the best run by an American male at Wimbledon this year. So well done, Christopher Eubanks. Uh, He will be playing at the Atlanta Open, as I said. If you've never seen a tennis match live, they do that, I believe, down at Atlantic Station. So good chance to go see uh, Christopher Eubanks. We'll see what he does in the U.S. Open. Maybe he can make some noise there. So shout out to Christopher Eubanks. Thank you very much, sir. And we hope to talk about you more on this program in the future. Joshua, you have some football news. La- ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that Joshua, uh, the fan of this sh- uh, of George Tech Athletics and also trying to get into the business in, in building his sports media empire of his own, keeps coming to me over the last two weeks, did you see the news? Did you see the news? Another recruit, another recruit. So I, I, I don't know how well he'll do or how entertaining it'll be. There's a lot of names that you got to talk about yeah, from the last two weeks.
0: <laughs> after after last last episode, I threw some names at you guys, and guess what? The quality has only gotten better. Um, there's going to be some big time heavy hitters. We'll talk about it. I'm going to start towards the bottom of the 24/7 composite. Just know that doesn't mean they're not talented. All these kids are very talented. Football to play at football to play at the Division Five level, but um, there are levels to it. So the first one I'm going to mention is Kamani Alexander, Georgia Tech reeled in another running back recruit to go along with the two we talked about on the last episode. Uh, he is from Bell Jesuit Prep in Miami, Florida. Six foot one ninety. Uh considered about a top 1,400 player in the composite, uh, depending on what you're looking at, kind of top 200-ish in the state of Florida, which is still good because the state of Florida is loaded with talent. Uh, had offers from Boston College, Appalachian State, so not exactly a ton of like big-time guys, but he put up about seven, 670 yards last year, seven touchdowns, helped his team get to the first round of Florida's 3M playoffs. So a decent player. Uh, they also got an edge rusher out of Centralville, Alabama, in Treshaun Gibson, six four two forty, Bibb County High School. Um, he is another top 1,300 player, uh, top 100 edge, depending on where you're looking at. He had offers from Louisville, uh, Appalachian State, Alabama, a and a couple other ones that we could talk about, but I'm not going to bore you with it. So another edge guy to go along. The big thing I've noticed, and you'll see it with the rest of the guys, Brent Key is attempting to make an impact in the Southeast. Yes. He got one kid out of Arizona – and I think he's gotten one cat of like the north. That was a Marco Coleman guy, and then everybody else has been Florida, Bama, Georgia, South Carolina, Louisiana. He is he is creating a five state stronghold, more or less. And he's continuing to try to bring in as much talent as he can from those areas. Now, before I get to the next one, I will mention there was one guy that seemed to be. A potential Georgia Tech target in Kylan Fox
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Big time tight end He announced his commitment He is going to s- Central Florida So the first real kind of notable Loss I guess For Brent Key we have, We've had a lot of commitments We haven't had one guy where we made the top three And we didn't necessarily make it At least not as public as this um, But it, either way we wish him nothing but the best Obviously and who knows Maybe we'll pick him up in the transfer portal in a year or two uh, as everybody hits the transfer portal. Anyway, back to the commits. Georgia Tech picked up a kid with a lot of late helium, and I don't imagine that it'll stop here soon. Uh, safety out of New Orleans, Louisiana, St. Augustine High School, Christian Pritchett. He's a six foot three safety, 180 pounds. Um, he's ranked about 1265 in the 24-7 composite, but when you look at the offer sheet, uh, according to 24-7, he had offers from Arkansas, Duke, and Indiana. So, Power 5 guys from all over the country we're looking at this kid and trying to get in there. First, he's a great athlete. He runs track, ran an 11.72 in the 100, 24.15 in the 200. Um, seems like a raw ball of athleticism to shape and mold as a player for this program. And now this is where we get, Stephen, yeah, into the big-time hitters. The top four commits in this class have all committed in the last two and a half weeks. So originally the top guy was Trey Horn, that uh, wide receiver out of uh, Rabin Gap, and then you had Kobe Young, who came from uh, New Orleans at Holy Cross. We had mentioned that he was rumored to be committing. He did commit, like, the next day. Right. So we called it, more or less. But now we've got even more guys to talk about. First one, Trajan Greco out of Mill Creek High School, a local, local kid, uh, right down the road from us, give or take. He is a 6'2", 180-pound cornerback. He is, in the 24-7 composite, he is a top 390 player. Okay. 390, uh, 32 among corners. He had offers from plenty of different people. Let me pull that up right now. Duke was on his offer sheet. Uh, Kansas, which is a program that's coming back. Uh, North Carolina had offered him. Pitt. UAB, Pitt. Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. A lot of. So he was sought after in the ACC. Yes. Well, a local kid, obviously, and he's got the size that you want in a corner, 6'2.
1: And those colleges that are going after him, he's a kid who can handle the rigor. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he
0: plays—it's not just he's coming from a small school. I mean, he plays at Mill Creek that's like 7A in Georgia, which is best of the best. Right. Right? Top-tier stuff.
1: But what I'm saying is that's a kid who is probably looking at his education yeah. as well. Yeah, so absolutely. A lot of high level.
0: Um, primarily a corner. They won their first state title last year, uh, Mill Creek did. He had 61 tackles, 17 pass breakups, and 5 interceptions. So he produced yeah. at, at a top-tier level. Um, so, outside of him, we then had athlete considered to be a corner, Troy Stevenson, out of Charleston, South Carolina, Phillip Simmons High School, six foot 195. In the 24-7 composite, he is 270th. Okay. Uh, the 23rd athlete, number 6 in the state of South Carolina. He had an offer from Georgia. We beat the dogs on this one. I also had an offer from Cincinnati, Coastal Carolina, Kentucky, Louisville, LSU, Miami, Michigan State, Notre Dame, Penn State, Tennessee. Top, Top tier, yeah. power five, yeah. heavy hitters. Yep. And he committed to the University of
1: – George Tech – the Institute. Wow. He caught himself, uh, ladies George, and gentlemen. Technology. The, the fan caught himself. The George Institute of Technology. Yeah. I didn't
0: want to be one of those guys. Yeah. It was the, it was um, the Institute. Well he it has a – uh, a, it's a glorious pickup. He had sure. a he has a um, a scouting report written up on 24-7 projected yeah. as an NFL draft pick. So he's a big-time right. guy. Okay.
1: Next, number three. Sorry. No, next okay. one
0: is um, a flip that Georgia Tech made at wide receiver, Isaiah Kanayan. He was a Notre Dame commit um, at a Warner Robins High School in Warner Robins, Georgia. He then flipped to Georgia Tech. He is 6'3", 180 pounds, uh, top 250 player in the National Composite. Big-time guy. Also had offers from Auburn, Cincinnati, plenty of other guys like that. Also plays a little quarterback on his high school team. Okay. So maybe some some fun little packages there. And then the creme de la creme, Ooh. the, the t- top tier, edge rusher C.J. Jackson out of Tucker High School in Tucker, Georgia. I saw that one. 6'3", 225. 24-7 now has him in the composite top 200. He's 192. Um, number 26 in the state of Georgia. And when I say his offer sheet reads like a who's who of power teams, right. Clemson, Bama, Georgia, LSU, LSU, Colorado, Dion looked at him, Florida, um, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Tennessee, like he had options. Let's keep it that way. And he picked Georgia tech. Yeah.
1: That's a big win. That's a huge that win. That is the biggest win that we've seen in recruiting since Jeffson. So at this point in time as we're recording, the Georgia Tech 2024 class is for, for football is now sitting, I believe... They're 21 currently okay. in the 24-7. You'll
0: find us higher on some spots because, obviously, opinions on prospects going to be different. Like, on three, you might like CJ Jackson a little less. Yeah. But it, it's a pretty much a consensus top 20 class yeah. so, as of now.
1: So you as a fan... You, as someone who follows recruiting, you you are liking what Brent Key is doing with his first class.
0: On paper, he's winning. Now, obviously, if you show up and then you lose to, like, South Carolina State, a lot of these kids are going to start to have second thoughts. Right. Well, well,
1: that's what happened with Jeff. Yes. He got these high recruiting classes. They never got better. With Brent, that team got better last year. Can we see him continue to develop players? So I'm going to finish off the football conversation by telling everybody that if you can find it, both the AJC and some of the other local pa- papers uh, covered Brent Key's appearance at the Atlanta Touchdown Club, mm-hmm. which is this week. It's the rubber chicken circuit where uh, the, all the coaches, Kirby's there, Brent is there, uh, and they're talking about football. And it's high school coaches as well. Brent Key made a, was said that his main job, his promise, that he was going to try to deliver on was to make the city proud of Georgia Tech. Mm. And I I like, I like his message. I, 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 in talking with tech alum and tech fans that I know, and in talking about football, we're, we're a little embarrassed of what we've had to live through the last few years. And for all of Paul's success, and I give him a lot of success and I have no problem with Paul Johnson, except that at the end, he got a little crotchety and, Nobody liked being around tech football, even though we were still producing yeah. to an extent, going to bowl games, all that. Brent Key is trying to do the whole thing. He wants to make the team better. He wants to try and have us win, and he wants the city to be proud of him. I like that message, and clearly that message is getting to, through to some recruits. Any final thoughts before we turn the page about football? Key point in. Well, he's winning the off-season win practice. You can win on right? paper, but there's so plenty, let's of win on have,
0: plenty of teams that have won on paper <clears> and then it hasn't translated. I just want to see improvement from the guys we currently have, maintaining all these commitments. Because guess what? Nick Saban doesn't just stop calling a recruit no. when he's committed. That, right. The word commit in college football recruiting is,
1: is the biggest lie that's yeah. ever been told. Well, especially lately. And the other thing I will say about Georgia Tech football is you get a great chance right out of the gate. You've got yeah. that that AFLAC game, right? That one of the yeah, first so
0: they're going to they're going to Ireland um, right for the to in the season. They're going right. to be on national television and then right after that you have a game against Old Miss. Right. That'll be pretty big. I mean, with the way the ACC is now doing the schedule, you'll always play Clemson, right. so that'll always be a national game. Um, you'll always play Georgia,
1: which will always be a national game. Which is why we have the hardest ACC schedule. Because we play Georgia right yes. now and because we always have to play Clemson. That's it, man. If you yeah, want to there's, compete, there's you got to get back. Two top 10 teams yeah. that you're going to
0: have to play every year. So yeah. you,
1: you will get some scouts looking at you. We will see where we're at, and why not go try and compete and win some games? So well done, uh, Brent Key. Well done, the rest of the coaching staff and uh, the players getting ready to practice here in a few weeks. I believe we're less than 50 days away from toe meets leather. All right. So, basketball. We wanted to talk about something uh, in basketball. And Joshua had first kind of uh, talked about this, which was uh, when Stoudemire took over and he started reconstructing the roster. He brings in all these transfers, and I remember a couple of articles saying, "Well, you know, probably can't get any freshmen; it's too late for that." Damon Stoudemire has now brought in two freshmen. Yeah, yes. He, he brought in uh, he brought in a new prep prospect, Ibrahima Sako who you talked about he is one of he is considered one of the the third best canadian prep prospects to come in he had been playing in he was considered the he was considered he was enrolled at j addison school in markham ontario he is rated one of the three best prospects to come out of canada in the 2023 class uh got this off of rambling and he he announced that he is he's asked signed a grant in aid to join the Georgia Tech program. So we lost one Canadian and we got bring in another one. So uh, Damon Stoudemire talked about him and the quote was the biggest thing. Uh, Ibrahima brings is elite defense. Stoudemire said he has a chance to be one of the best defenders in the country with his size and strength. His size and strength. He is a six six small forward with a seven foot one wingspan. So he's got the tools perimeter defender. Uh, if you look at some of the stuff that, that is showing him, the guy is chiseled. Damon Stoudemire is bringing in some brick walls. Uh, the, he Absolutely. is clearly going to bring a sense of toughness. I don't think we're going to be uh, outsized anymore. And this is a, a, a young freshman that we are bringing in. He apparently is just a fantastic defender, kind of a downhill go to the rim guy. Uh, and he's co- coming in as a freshman, so we got a chance to see, you know, maybe he'll get some court time. Maybe he'll just bang some of our, you know, bang against some of our guys in practice and see what we have. But he joins uh, Baye and Dongo as the two freshmen. Yes. So a 6'9 freshman and a 6'6 freshman. By the way, I looked at the roster sheet at, uh, on the RambleRec.com website I don't remember a guard named Carter Murphy. Have you? Do you remember him? I'm assuming that that's going to be a walk-on. Yeah, I'm guessing <laughs> he is a walk-on. I don't know if he was already on the. I don't remember him on the yeah. roster before. He been. is a graduate senior, so he's six oh, four, two hundred pounds. I think he came in. Uh, so probably, yeah. So he was from the Air Force Academy. There you go. Whoa! Look at that. Ooh operations research so good good for him he's probably starting his master's degree uh, yeah he was a senior. senior at Air Force started two games there hmm. yeah played in 31 games so uh, yeah so the man Damon Stoudemire, Brent Key they are changing the culture uh, by the way one other thing before we finish with baseball uh, want to go back to football for one thing it it also came out in the news that there might be some new naming rights on the football stadium. They're talking about potentially changing from Grant Field. So it will be Bobby Dodd Stadium still. But Grant Field might be changed to Hyundai Field. There, I don't know if anything has... I don't think anything has happened so far. Uh, not that I know of. It's been intriguing to watch the social media. Both sides come up. How can, I mean, it is It is the oldest stadium in college football. Uh, yeah. Uh, or the oldest field. And to change the name from Grant Field, people have been up in arms. But those same people would say, well, we want to compete. Well, one of the I ways you got to compete some, is with money.
0: To get you some millions. And
1: you gotta, you got to do the name rights. I'm sure they'll figure out a way to not lose Grant Field yeah. but, or uh, acknowledging Grant. But I just wanted to say we are acknowledging that that is happening. We don't know the end result yet. We'll probably have an opinion when the time comes. Well, one other thing on the Georgia Tech basketball is there's some, some Tech alum in the Summer League
0: that have been playing. Yeah, there you go. And Bring it up. So, Javon Franklin was signed by the Heat. He's playing for their team. Moses Wright was also brought in. Jordan Usher was brought in. The big one right to, now... To, wh- to, to I, where? So, I'm not 100%. Okay. I think Moses is Toronto. Was Usher with the Clippers? I, I think Usher's like. with Phoenix. Phoenix, okay. But the big one is Mike DeVoe. Who came go. in with um, Portland. And his last couple games, I believe he scored 29 points, and then his most recent game he put up 18. And He's doing it efficiently. He's looking like the Michael Devoe that we know. You know the the off kilter drives with the one hand flick <laughs> off the, and then the the smooth
1: one motion jumper. It, it's the how did he get that off? That's that's yeah. always what I loved about Mike was so, he'd shoot and you go and you know the defender's going how did he get that over me? So Mike is
0: Mike has been balling. Uh, from what I looked up, Moses has not played a ton. Jordan's gotten a couple splash plays. Hasn't done much. Um, the I don't know if DeVoe will make the Portland roster because they already have, like, 17 undersized scoring guards. <laughs> and they don't necessarily their, get another one. On their 15-man roster? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they got to cut two of them, and then they're just going to yeah. run a full small ball. Well,
1: and the part of Summer League is you're also trying to get noticed by other yeah, teams. you want to get an Exhibit 10. You yeah. want to get a two-way from right. somebody else. So he's at least making a name for himself. Good,
0: good, right? Good
1: for all four of the Jackets, of course. You know, we, we love them all. Uh, Javon was our most recent that we appreciate. Javon's him.
0: about to become the next Heat culture guy.
1: But listen, Michael DeVoe <laughs> is going to play somewhere professionally. Uh, he did no, last year. He all, will. This all of them will. Yeah, so so good luck to all of them. I hope some of them, I hope we get to continue. I hope we get a chance to see some of them in the NBA or at least the G League and we can talk about their results uh, on here. Absolutely. I think we mentioned it in last uh, time show, but just in case we didn't, Christo Lamprecht did win... The US amateur title. Yes, overall did. title. He is a rising senior. I think we mentioned it in the last show. In case we didn't, uh, I, I wanna to. say it. So I'm pretty sure we did. I apologize. Shout we out Lamprex. It's two and a half weeks, man. Give us a break. Okay, last thing. Uh he is to talk about baseball. Yes. There's a <laughs> lot of lot of news. And a lot of movement. <laughs> yeah. So strap in. If you if you liked his football report, we'll see if he it's can do be great. it. Well, yeah. so this one
0: for some of them I've got you know, I'm not gonna do a ton. Because.
1: But but baseball is one of the more unique sports because between between the academic years you have the major league baseball draft, yes. and the the baseball draft can take college players and they can take high school and and high school which and is, some of those high school had committed to us. which is where the issue All right, comes in so, so start
0: going we're gonna start because the top three picks from Georgia Tech were three guys that never stepped foot on campus other than on visits so in the first round the Seattle Mariners took Ty Pete. Um, out of trinity christian high school who he was a georgia tech commit he was a shortstop he had gotten a lot of late helium in the process originally he was potentially like a second or third round guy and then he ended up rising into the first round he's got good measurables um right yeah, he's he's could potentially be a two-way guy he won't turn 18 till august which a lot of teams love mm. so he ended up in the first round the next one was another shortstop in the class um antonio anderson he was from North Atlanta High School. He ended up going to the Boston Red Sox. Go Sox. Uh, yeah, Go Sox uh, in the draft. So he's going to end up there. I believe all of them have signed as well. Yeah. Uh, the third one was actually went to a hometown team, Isaiah outfielder Isaiah Drake out of North Atlanta High School. He went to the Atlanta Braves in the fifth round. Okay. So he was more of a, he's a toolsy guy. He's fast. So the uh, top
1: two were in the first round. Antonio Anderson was, I think, a third, third round, round okay. pick. Okay, and this gentleman was a fifth round fifth round pick. All yes. three signed their their major league contracts yeah, so or their their base. Yeah,
0: I know. I haven't looked into all of them. I know Isaiah Drake because I follow the Braves. He got almost double his slot value. Okay, so they uh, wanted him. They they really wanted him. I mean, because okay. you know he's a young kid out of high school. Yeah. Um, you a lot of times teams will take like a college senior in like right. the third round because he'll go below slot because there's no other option. Um, and then you can use that for a high school or after them. So that's what the Braves did there. They've done it a couple times. Uh, that's how they got like a kid like
1: AJ Smith Shaver. So of the baseball recruiting class, those were our top three recruits for yes. this next year. Yes. We still have some others.
0: There's yeah, plenty of kids coming in, um, and we'll get to the other ones because we're bringing plenty of college ready guys from the transfer portal, and to play currently. Okay. But there are also a couple Georgia Tech, you know, baseball players that wore the the gold so the first one was actually christian christian who, campbell. who got drafted who got drafted okay who got drafted christian campbell went to the red Sox in the fourth round he was a red shirt freshman i believe um he played last year a big time table setter uh on the team hit above 300 uh speedy second baseman type so he'll end up in the Sox um program we'll see what happens with him uh, Jake DeLeo went in the sixth round to the Miami Marlins. Part Jake. Of the re- part of the reason he didn't go higher was he's already, he was already 22. Right. So it was sort of like a he, he might be maxed out physically. He
1: showed well at the combine. He played well this year. Um, All I know is there was nothing else left for Jake DeLeo to do offensively yeah. in the ACC. That guy, man, go yeah. go get him, Jake. Good absolutely. luck to you. Uh,
0: next one was Jackson Finley in the eighth round went to the Athletics. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, Going to have to play in the, with the A's. Yeah, but he'll go to Vegas eventually, if he ever makes it there. so But um, we don't know if he'll be a two-way guy. I'm assuming he'll get more times with the bat. Because yeah. as a pitcher, he was kind of more... It yeah, was, I, he was questionable. Yeah, I think he's going to... He was questionable. Um, okay. And then the other two, they weren't drafted, but... Drew Compton and Angelo Despina both signed undrafted free agent deals. Compton with the Braves yeah. and Despina with the Marlins. Ah. So they will be sent to, I'm assuming a complex league. They'll have sure. a chance to show up. I mean the draft is only twenty rounds now. Right. Before when it was like sixty, they probably would have gotten picked up. But um Yeah, well, so plenty of plenty of tech blood
1: going into the Good good luck to all those uh, Georgia Tech players. We appreciate all you did for our team and we would love to see you. Uh, In the minor leagues or the big show one day. Absolutely. So, transfer portal movement. Uh, Georgia Tech
0: has brought in. So, Stephen Reed did hit the portal. Um, Not 100% sure why. I believe he already had like three or four years. I think he's got one more year of eligibility left. Um, I'm assuming well, he'll my, try to.
1: My guess is all the great bats around him are all all got drafted, and he thought I got one more shot. Yeah, and this is still a young team,
0: so yeah, we'll he, see what happens. So he hit well last year, and if he goes to another big time program, he'll have a chance to kind of show out again and be a senior sign who can get fast tracked through yeah. the through the minor league system. Uh, But on the transfer portal front for Georgia Tech, they have brought in a couple guys. So the first one that we brought up, this is Fan Nation, by the way. They have a great list going. Uh, Cam Jones out of Georgia State. He is a three-time first-team All-Sun Belt Conference lit winner. He is both an outfielder, a first baseman, and a pitcher. Um, He's the first three-time first-team All-Conference player in program history. So he's coming with the new pitching coach, I'm assuming, who came from Georgia State as well. So it might have been one of those 41 um he was second in program history with 50 stolen bases he also had a career 402 era okay um so very very well they also brought in a catcher from indiana because uh jack rubenstein right. the catcher that we had, had last year yeah. he graduated so matthew ellis will come in and compete with tyler minnick who was a freshman last year he's out of indiana um he's tied for on the indiana university single season home run charts with 18 tied with Kyle schwarper Quite impressive, um, yeah. So he's a he seems like a bit of a hitter. Um, sorry, I'm trying to find his stuff. He, he's a, he's a hitter. Yeah, we got it. Uh, Mason Patel, pitcher out of Georgia State, also came over with the new pitching coach. He had a 3.47 ERA in three seasons with only 19 appearances. Had some injury problems, but he also has 60 career strikeouts in 59 and two thirds innings. Okay, so potential there. Um, Mike Bechetti out
1: of Fairfield. Uh, came over you, you know when you know when his voice sounds like a question at the end we're starting well, to i don't get want to, to the, butcher the we're starting to get to the end of the list
0: well it's he's he's just he's italian it eh? yeah. um 50 games started <laughs> in his career he played at second base 305 average um seems like another top of the rotate top of the order table setter type guy uh bobby Zmarzlak out of maryland <laughs> Um he's number seven in Maryland history and runs fourteen and something like that yeah he's got he's seems like a bit of a hitter um Peyton green out of n c state he just finished his sophomore year there and hit two seventy four so went in conference mm. to get another guy. Um, bah, bah, bah. and that is all that they have listed currently.
1: There could always be more. The, yeah, that's but the the baseball transfer portal will go all through the summer and into the fall. I'm sure. Yes, and we will try to cover the team as best we can uh, as we get approach fall. Of course, we'll start talking about women's volleyball, some of the other fall sports that happen. They've got a big rebuilding pro- process. We'll see how they do. So. That's all we know at this point. We hope you found the information useful. We want to remind you that uh, we do this as a labor of love. We have no sponsors, although if somebody does want to pay us to sit here and jabber about Georgia Tech Athletics, we would love to take your money, and we'll tell everybody how great you are, and, and we will sell our souls for capitalism. If we need to. Because that's what economics you know, taught me. Uh, Dr. Professor Sabula taught me that among many other things in my economics class. So, uh, but no, seriously, in all, in, in all seriousness, we do this for fun. We do it because we love Georgia Tech athletics. We hope you enjoyed it as well. We would love to hear from you. We have friends of show. We'd love for you to become a friend of show. If you know anyone that is a Georgia Tech or Lumber fan like you are, and you want to give them something slightly entertaining, a little goofy, but full of good information that you can listen to one source, kind of catch the latest about all the different sports, we certainly want to invite you to be part of this podcast and subscribe to it. If you want to check out your own news sources, we check the AJC, we check 24-7 Sports, we check ramblinrec.com. Fan-sided. Oh, by the way, I did want to give one shout-out because on uh, ramblinrec.com there was a podcast uh, or a tech talks that was part of what was going on. and eh, I took it out of my phone and I can't find it. But uh, associate head coach uh, Carl Hobbs was on Tech Talk. So go to com. You can find it under the basketball page and link to that. Like I said, check out Brent Key's uh, remarks at the Atlanta Touchdown Club. That's what we do for you, but if you want to go listen to more stuff, listen to them. So, nothing left to say except, I' welcome. Ooh, Well done. Moana shout out. It's Chael Sonnen, but either way. Okay. And I was going to say, there's we got to finish with one question. Yes, we do indeed. What is that question, Stephen? What's the good word?